Welcome everyone to the latest edition of Wallet Talks podcast. This is your host, Jason Alexander, the Wallet Coach. Yo, on this podcast, we discuss ways to have better conversations with our money so that we can have better decisions with our money so that we can enjoy the life that we want or enjoy the fruits of our labor and so that we can be godly stewards with the money that was being given to us. So I hope you're excited about this episode. I am. Let's go. Let's get right into it. So everyone, we are back. Like I said, we came back from um, a sabbatical, unexpected sabbatical, but that's either here or there because we're here and serving you. We're all into this right now. I want to share with you the reason why I'm so excited, because this topic, I don't know if enough people talk about it. But I want to talk about it and I hope you get something out of it. But it's about the blessings of God. Oh, my goodness. OMG. I'm so pumped because I just feel the energy right now. Like I'm getting goosebumps right now. Just getting into this. Lord, have mercy. Give me. Give me. Hold me. Hold me, Lord. Help me get through this. No, I'm not going to do the, yeah, you know, doing preaching. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Well, I want to let you know about the power there is of God's blessing. But the power that was the, the, the thing that I did that I believe is a catalyst. And it's not a formula, but I think it was a catalyst. And I think it was just, I hate to say catalyst, but I'm just going to tell you what it is. Listen, God has blessed me with multiple things and it's blessed us through our giving. Give, give, give. What do you mean give? Listen, he has. Okay, it's at least four or five things. He's helped me with families. He helped me with um, helping my mom and dad, help my grandmother, help cousins, helps friends, help churches. All these things because of our giving or through our giving. And we get this benefit back. OMG. All right. Let me calm down. Let me break this down. Let me give you a backstory. So back in the day when I was young, but not a kid anymore. Okay, that's not it. But back in the day, uh, I'm not going to use a specific year or anything like that. I was in a, I was employed as a nine to five W2 worker. And I was at a gig where. I was elevated to a certain position and then things changed where in that position, that role became really unclear and undefined. There were some changes in the environment, changes in structure and things like that, that causes changes in expectations of me. But my but I wasn't demoted. So it was really hard and challenging time. It became more stressful. It became uh, more of a dislike and I was just, it was just a, it was just a tension there. Like I wasn't feeling I was hurt anymore. I was being, you know, cut off from conversations, cut off from being at tables that I used to be at, you know, be at. And just that caused a lot of confusion for me. It caused a lot of pain and not, I want to say, not portrayal, but it caused a lot of uh, distaste in my mouth. And I don't have the word for it right now, but 
it caused me to get on my knees for sure. Caused me to have a lot of venting sessions. Shout out to my best friend, Stefan White. I know he's here. And I asked some other people like Paul, you know who you are. You know, during that time, you guys heard me and it was others. Um, and guys, what that God does, he puts people in your life to allow you to vent to and to share and you can encourage one another. That's part of being a Christian community. And they heard, they gave me sounding boards. The things that I was going through was really making me doubt my own abilities. Right. I was like, yo, why? Because the thing I couldn't answer was, why is this happening to me? Yeah, I felt like that. Like your whole circumstance just turned upside down and it feels like everything is attacking you or things are taken away from you unjustly. And and you're 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 being more restrained and you're like, well, what, what did I do? Because we're living in such a transactional world. We're like, OK, give and take. What did I do to make this happen to me? I literally had this conversation with my superiors and I was like, OK, hey, I, I, I'm before I went to my superiors, I, I prayed and I was like, Lord, I'm looking in your word. What it says, if you have often against any, go to them. So I went to my superiors and I was like, yo, um, I apologize. I don't want to make it right if I did anything to offend you guys and and this, that and the other. You know what their response was? Oh, we good, Jason. We good. It's not you. It's just business. Yo, it's not you. It's just business. Do you know that when I heard those words, I literally was like, oh, Lord, ain't no way out of this one. Like I'm stuck. I am now a number. I am now a chess piece in this organization that could be moved around anywhere I want, anywhere they want me to go. And I have to comply. And ooh, that didn't sit well with Jason. That did not sit well with Jason. That did not sit well with Jason. And it's not that I want to be this outlandish, outspoken, have all my opinions heard and things like that is that I felt like we could have had a conversation because I was in those positions to have a conversation and it just didn't have it. And I felt kind of like, Hey, that was not the right way to do it. And my role from a professional standpoint says I should be this, that, and the other, but we're not following that. So it was, it was really weird. Right. And it caused me, like I said, to doubt my abilities. It caused me to doubt my myself and God and really ask God, like, why you got me in this situation? Like, why you got me here? Let me out, please. Let me out. And he, I, I was there for another year or at least six months. Like, so it happened so when if when things first started to shift, I did not have the ability to walk away because I needed the, the nine to five to pay for some upcoming bills. I didn't have the six month of emergency fund that I have now. What some people call kick rocks money. I didn't have that. So I was like, ah, I got to stay. 
But then. Even though I was debt free, I didn't have the ability to just walk away just yet, because, again, I had some things happening that I needed to show income and all that good stuff. So. What happened then was I had to endure. And as these things were can continue as the layers of the change continue to happen and be unpeeled and revealed and revealed. And I was like, I don't I don't like this, but it really showed me the the rift that I was having inside of me. Like, OK, am I really a nine to fiver? Am I really someone who just can't have a boss because I don't like how they're doing so much? And I was like, no, that's not it, because I always said to myself and you can hear later in my testimony, I can play a role. You just got to let me play the role. Right. Don't keep changing the role on me. Let me play. Let me execute the play. So anyway. Fast forward a year and a half, almost a year and a half later, and I'm still asking God this that first year. I'm just praying, trying to figure it out. Then I get to the opportunity to um, a year. Yeah, almost. Oh, my gosh. Um, oh, my gosh. It was a year in. No, it was about eight months later. I got the opportunity to sit with my superiors, like I just told you about. And then from there, another year came came through like another six months or a year um, where I, where I was just there. And I was I had to like lower. I can't have this anger inside me and this bitterness because it's ruining my day. And so he taught me how to just let it go and. You know. Give it all to him. I really had to give it to him, but I had to rationalize in my mind, like, okay, man, it's doing, it's still, this still don't make sense. Like, why you got this going on? Why is this happening to me, Lord? I know y'all felt that. Why is it happening to me? And he probably says, why not? And I said, well, Lord, what do you want me to do in this moment? And it came as clear and as peaceful as possible. I need you to be a light. I was like, I am a light. Like, if you and me, I'm in. I got a light. I'm. I'm walking, and I'm not denying my Christianity. And I said, Okay, well, Lord, let me be your hands and feet. Open my eyes to see where I need to move. And we all, let me tell you, those prayers right there. He be like, Bet God be like, Bet. All right. I I believe shortly thereafter, we had like a George Floyd incident, right? And I had some of my white colleagues at the time having some tough conversations. And I was able to give them a Christian perspective. I was able to give them my personal perspective as a black man. And it helped them. They came back and was like, man, Jay, thank you for that. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, God. Beyond once George, that summer, the George Floyd and and all the other things that happened, a civil unrest, there was other opportunities where people came and he had me to speak to and pour into not teaching them like, Hey, you need to get saved or anything like that, but just being there to be an ear and to give them some solid advice, pour into them, give them, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I, those, those opportunities came more and more frequent during my wilderness period, I guess. Cause I'm just wandering around. Like, why am I here? But he was like, you know, do, you know, go in excellence, work in excellence. And so 
I did that to the best of my ability. I stayed faithful and tithing and, but I still pray, Lord, Lord, let me go. Let me go. Let me go out this place. Or I didn't say, let me go. I'll be honest. Let me, let me back up. I'm gonna take all that back. I didn't say, let me go. I just said, make it right. Like I wanted vindication in that position, right? I wanted everything to go back where it was. And, and I was like, well, Lord, if you have me to leave, you have me to move on. I, 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 I named some specific things like, Hey, I want to be an opportunity Lord, where, wherever I go next, you give me enough income where I can, I can have extra to, to bless your community, to bless your family, to bless the kingdom. And I want to be free to have the time to actively see the impact of the seeds that I sow that would impact your kingdom. Like I need to have more freedom. I wasn't getting at the nine to five per se. And so long story of the backstory is that after a year and a half, I think an opportunity came to me where I found a job where get this man this is a glory part Woo. they offered me a hundred percent remote and the opportunity to do what i do on the side without any unabridged and get this 50 percent salary increase 50 per cent i i me and wife me and my wife we i literally had a tear come through my eye because i was like yeah when they gave me the offer i was like what oh oh okay now it came with some risk it was, i was becoming a contractor right and it was horror stories about being contractor because you get no benefits you got everything's on your own or whatever in this situation, I was actually able to get healthcare benefits too. So as a contractor, I was making, I was now able to get more money and I was a hundred be a hundred percent free. I can work from anywhere just as long as I'm, I'm, I'm available to answer questions and, and finish the project and things like that. And it'd be more, more project based. I was floored like, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for giving me my answer. But yet I still had some bitterness. I still had to, I still like, yo, but you, you, you didn't vindicate me with these jokers over here who just flipped the game on me. And yeah, I don't think he ever will because he was like, yo, that's not the focus. My play for you during that season was for you to be a light. And you, and I, I believe I was um, as much as I could. If there's other opportunities, I'm, I'm going to say it right now, God forgive me, but I pray I did the best I could. So the play wasn't to vindicate me against in the, in the eyes, in my eyes to the people that I thought uh, did me wrong or did me in, unjustly. God was like, no, something bigger. And you asked and you prayed, Jason, and I, I provided the resources. So now what you going to do with those resources? So he Granted me a new job that was more I could ask for. Like I said, 50% increase in raise, allowed me to do my side gig unabated. 
100% remote, so I get to see and do things freely. And the question is, what are you going to do with it? You asked for this. You said so that you, I gave you extra income that's above and beyond what your your bare minimum or your living expenses are. So now you have this extra funds. What are you going to do with it? I'll be, and what we did was first we kind of built, we built our emergency fund up. And like I said, I think in an earlier podcast, we got to six months of living expenses. Well, that was like, yeah, that was kind of selfish, Jay. Mm. No, I think that was being a good steward of our money. Right. I think that was being a good steward so that because one, this is a contract job, so I don't know how long the contract will will last. Not going to be forever. It's not a permanent job. So one, have that backup plan, have the wisdom to do that. But I'd still increase my tithes and offering. I increase my giving to my church in proportion, direct proportion to the increase that I had. So I didn't have what they call lifestyle creep come in where I spent more like I get a 50 percent increase. So now all my live all of my lifestyle expenses increased by 50 percent. No. I increased maybe 10 percent. And I also increased my giving. I was I was already giving 10 percent already. Probably start giving 15, 17 percent. Right. Been more open to give in other areas and, and like. Um, I can't think of the name, but those things came up where I was able to be in position to financially provide for, for people or for such circumstances. So I was living up, but also I said, Lord, I ultimately, I had to think about this. I ultimately wanted to just work in his kingdom. So I, I, I was like, Lord, I just, I just want to just, just, you know, serve. Like, can you make a way for me to serve? And it gave me an idea that I'm trying to still execute now. And I told you guys before, I'm trying to get five assets or build up in the next five years, accumulate cash flowing assets that that generate cash flow back to me. That's after all expenses. Clear profits that comes to me. So let me explain it again. So acquire assets. That after paying the expenses of the assets, I get what is called the net cash flow. Right. To coming to me so that it pays for my lifestyle expenses. If I accumulate enough within the next five years, I can now be completely free to not have to work. I can go to a nine to five, but I won't have to go to a nine to five. I won't have to generate contracts. I don't have to do those things because I am independent of exchanging my time for money because I acquire passive income that gives, that pays for my lifestyle. That's my five-year goals. I'm one year in. I got one asset that I acquired. So we're on the way. We're on the way. So I want to accelerate it some more. So. I'm going to be talking to some people, but I needed extra capital to go acquire those assets. And I believe God gave me this extra, this job, this new contract, this new 
uh, avenue of, of, of working so that I can have extra resources to acquire those assets so I can do the things I want that, that he has put in my heart to be free, to work in the kingdom freely without any worry about, oh, yeah, you serving, you know, you're doing ministry, but how you paying? You scrimping and saving and, and living check to check. No, I don't, I don't want to do that. So this truly is what I think God has, has, has led me to. So it didn't stop there. He gave me the plan. He gave me the resources. Oh, man. Then he did something that is in the Bible, yo, that I never saw and I never thought it was. Well, I never seen it manifest in this way. The scripture that says give and it shall be given given to you. This is King James Version. Give and it shall be given to you. Y'all know this. Press down, shaken together, shall running over, shall man give into your bosom. Shake down. That means like you have some sour. It's like, you know, you, have you ever have a scoop of flour? You know, you got a measuring cup and you scoop flour out and it's kind of fluffy and it's over. You kind of shake at it. You know, you kind of you take the, the can and you shake it to make, make sure it settles. And then you probably want to tap it on the counter to make sure you get all the air out of it, all the excess space in between each granular. Yeah, that's what he's saying. So you have and then when you do that, you see that, oh, I still have room in the cup. That's what God is saying to us. Press down, shaking together. Now he's like, he's like, go scoop it in and you have running over. Shall men given to you. So there's so much that there's every space in that in your cup has been filled. And is running over. Let me tell you how God made this possible for me. No lie, January 1st, 2022, or New Year's, or the, the whenever you have your New Year's Eve or your New Year's um, message from your from your church, our pastor was like, yo, I see someone where God is filling up their cup, not so, and he's going to fill it up, and it's not just going to be filled up so that they can consume, but it's going to run over into other cups so that other can, others can, can be blessed and the and then bless the kingdom there's going to be his their cup is going to be overflowing and i i i received that i was like yes i think you're talking about me lord and what i didn't know is that there was another opportunity that came another opportunity came where I was able to make double what I'm making even now. O-M-G. Whoo. I said, Lord, I got to give. So my first check, I dedicated to him. I gave it back to the church. I gave it back to the church, yo. I gave it back to you. I was like, yo, you have really shown up and shown out. You have really pressed down, shaking together and, and running over. Have you given into my bosom? Now, I have to put in the work, but you did it, yo. You did that thing, God. And I am so excited. I'm so excited. But God is an intentional God. He didn't just didn't give me that just to give it to me. He's in purpose behind it. And the purpose was in that prayer that my pastor gave. 
to bless others, to impact the kingdom. And lo and behold, when I in January of 2022, when I started that, when I when I when I'd had that new opportunity come and I took that new opportunity. There were new challenges that came up. We had to pay for some health bills. Didn't see that coming. Had to help out my mom. Didn't see that coming. Had to help out my dad. Didn't see that coming. And then I had to help out my grandma. Didn't see that coming. But you know who did see that coming? Yeah, you know. God Almighty, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. He had this plan the whole entire time. And he allowed me to be a blessing and to pour into those peoples who I love. And they can do what they now they're able to do what they need to do to be a blessing in the places they need to be a blessing to. And we not miss a beat because our cup is full. And our cup is not only full, but it's overflowing to help other people. Yo, if that ain't exciting, I don't know what is. I don't know. I You should be like shouting hallelujah. Like, yes, Lord, let that be me. Let me be your steward. And one thing that I, I, I'm speaking of steward, one thing I know for sure, I never slacked on being a steward. We never slacked and and skimped on giving to God. We, we always found we all, we had a, we have a desire to give more. And, and as we continue on this journey of seeking financial freedom, we're going to we want to not just have freedom for ourselves, but freedom to give more and more and more to just just be a complete funnel for God's glory and for God, for God's um, impact on this earth. So so what I'm saying is, yo. I am so excited about this opportunity that I have. But I think it came as a byproduct of being faithful in my giving, being ambitious with my giving, being not scared of giving. And trusting and believing in what he said, despite how I felt. Right. During that season I was in at the nine to five. It was cringeworthy, but at the end, man, I didn't think this was possible. It says, you know, you don't know how, you know, there's a scripture that talks about man doesn't know. Uh, I can bless you above and beyond. You can ask or think. He did that. Like he did that thing. Yo, he did that thing. And during that time also, I was, uh, that, 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 that doing that, uh, that message that the pastor gave in the first of the year, we went on a Daniel fast and during that fast, God gave me so, so much clarity and some things. And I was like, yes, this is, this is, this is what's happening. And in fact, as I think about it, I'm going to go back and reread what I wrote in my journals, but yo, I'm here to tell you that giving is power. The Bible says something that's, Maybe an oxymoron to some people, but and it's countercultural is it is more blessed to give than it is to receive. And you're like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Like I'm losing out. 
And I think a lot of people may have that that mentality that I'm losing out. I'm losing if I if I give I'm taking away from me like you want me to have a life abundantly. So I need to keep as much as I can. Yo, let me let me let me give you a secret right now. You accumulate as much as you can and so that, you know, you don't miss out. You're going to miss out on a whole lot more if you don't give. Let me give you a secret. This life that we live, the money and the funds that God gives you, the resources that he gives you. When it's time to check out and it's time to go to that cash work and check out and go to the next level of life, eternity, you're going to have to leave all your bags at the door. And then what's going to happen with that? All those things that you accumulate into your basket, all the tickets that you accumulate at the fair. When it's time, when it when 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 the fair is over and the store is closing, they say it's time to go. And you're like, you're trying to check out. It's like, no, you can't take that with you. They all expired. You can't come back to the fair next year because it expired. Your tickets expired. Why would you accumulate so much and then let it go to waste? Yo, what I'm saying is tap in, lean in to the power of giving, lean into the power of blessing someone else and pouring into their lives, being the hands and feet of God through the resources he's giving you by being a good steward and your life will transform. You will see things differently. There's scientific proof that by blessing or being a giver or helping other people, it gives you endorphins or something like that. I don't know the exact word, but it does a chemical has a chemical reaction of good feelings that that generates inside you. When you're a part of something bigger than yourself and you're contributing to a greater goal, you feel something on the inside chemically. So I'm saying lean into that, lean into being a part and connecting to the kingdom of God by giving more than you ever thought possible, more than you. I can't give 10 percent. I can't I can't give because I'm going to lose. You're not going to lose. If you give, you're going to lose if you don't give, because if you don't give it away, it's just going to go to waste. Listen, There's an expiration date on all of our lives. Let's stop trying to live our life as if we're aiming to end our lives safely. I want to end my life recklessly. Like, what do you mean by that? That's kind of like, do you want to just jump off a cliff? No, that's not what I'm saying. Hear me when I say this. I want to live my life unabated in my giving and in my I'm not trying to save up a reservoir, a, 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 a reserve so that when I die, I can live in a bed of, on, a, on a pile of money. No, I want things when I leave this earth. I want things to be dispersed across the world, across the country. Well, thank you. I said that. I don't know why I said that, but disperse amongst thousands to start activating new things and, and adventures and systems and and, and people not just waste and go just go to the government or just fall apart and go to taxes. 
I'm talking about a couple different things at a different level. We'll get into those things about money and how it could, how you can make your money live beyond you and do work beyond you. That's what I'm talking about. When I say live, I want to die recklessly. I want, I want to not just die safely. I want to be able to adventure and just be, am I uh, the day before my I'm dying? I am out there doing and serving God, having good health, giving and serving, not just, uh, just, I want to lay down safely on my pillow. I got my big pile of money that I can take with me knowing I can't lean in y'all to the power of giving. If you've already been giving, challenge yourself to give more, get into your prayer closet and see what God is challenging you to do. If he's has another level for you, because one of the things that God has promised us, Jesus came down. He said, I came to give you life and life more abundantly and to give us life more abundantly. We have to grow and change. We can't stay stagnant. If you've been given 10% for 10 years, you probably need to give more because you're stagnant. You haven't changed. You haven't evolved. And un- unless you evolved and shed the old skin that you have, the old habits that you have, you're not going to be able to go into new habits and develop new new character and new abilities to reach your potential. So lean into the uncomfortableness. Ask God, how can I serve you more? If you do that, I promise you, he's going to tell you to give more. It may not be financial. It may be of your time, but whatever it is, I want you and I, I encourage you to lean in and give it your all. And you know how how when we were kids, we were, we were something was a challenge and we were kind of fearful about it. And people would say, just close your eyes and do it. Don't think just close your eyes and do it. You're going to be OK. Well, that's what I'm telling you. Just just close your eyes. <laughs> First, pray. See what God is asking you to do. And you're like, oh, I'm scared to do it. Just. Just don't overthink it. Just do because you're you're following instructions, not from a stranger, but from God Almighty, who has your best interest at heart because you are his masterpiece and he's not going to try to destroy that. Remember, you are the apple of his eye. He loves you and he wants the best for you. If God is for you, who can be against you? So if he asks you to give, it has to be for a reason. And it's not to your detriment. You feel me? So don't be afraid. You're not losing out. All right, y'all. That's my time. I love y'all to the fullest. And like we say on this channel, if you change your mind, you change your wallet and you can change your life. Hopefully the life you can start living a life that you desire, that you design, that God has designed fully for you. I hope you can have better conversations to make better decisions so that you can enjoy the fruits of your labor and be the most awesomest godly steward possible. Awesomest. That's a new word. Yes, I put it out there. All right. Talk to y'all soon. See you next time. This is your boy, Jason Alexander, signing out. Hey, if you like this podcast, go out, leave a comment, leave us a review. 
rate us on whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on and we'll read some of your um your comments thank you and god bless peace